1: Akdong
2: Millwall supports the Lions Food Hub. This is a friendly local food hub. It's based in Bermondsey. It's run by our very own Kelly Webster of the Mill Lionesses, a very well known Millwall fan. They do need supplies, dear listeners. Before we get into the show today, they have posted they need tinned meat, they need toiletries, they need soup, they need tinned fruit and veg. If you can help in any way, they are on Twitter at Lions Food Hub. DM them. You can DM me at Acton Millwall, and I'll pass on any help and information that we can. Lions Food Hub at Lions Food Hub. Thank you for listening. Now back to the show. You're
0: listening to Acton Millwall broadcasting from the beautiful South uh, Set in no substitutes.
2: Hello dear listeners, welcome to Achtung Millwall, my name is still Nick Hart, it is a real pleasure still to be here, um, joining me on this Midsummer Madness edition on my free compadres, Radio 5 Lives, Aaron Paul Rising Star, how are you Aaron? Rising Star flipping on oh, man, that's been a bit at right, what point do you become a star then? Are you either a rising star or you're a, maybe you're a star now? I'm,
3: I'm, in, I'm in the wilderness in between. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, in, I'm in the wilderness between sort of star and celebrity Big Brother and celebrity The Chase and stuff like that.
2: You'll be on Love Island soon, mate. You know, I can't, we
3: can't be doing none of that, Nick. Good to have you back, pal. Thank good you very much. Back. I was very, very worried as to who was going to be steering the good ship acting <laughs> this season. <laughs> um but, uh, yeah glad you're back
2: at <laughs> the helm pal it's yeah. nice to be here joining us is our wembley correspondent it's mr mike hayden welcome to the show mike
4: thank you nick hello listeners yeah i might be uh, still a little bit croaky from tuesday not a lot to shout about at the game itself but you know we had a little sing song uh of course, <laughs> which is very nice so uh yeah good to have you back nick
2: just a few just a few cans of the occasional um you know own brand lager i say that there, so. uh, yeah brand that's correct.
0: <laughs>
4: yeah, many beers were drunk
2: great stuff joining us also all the way from um a location secret location in essex is mr harold Warren. how are you doing h i'm doing well mate good to hear your voice again i thought yeah.
5: um, me and me and Aaron were having kittens um deciding on <laughs> on the right the right Tone to make a t- Twitter announcement. This is very weird. This was like the most professional, unprofessional thing that I'd done. It was the most professional thing acting had done since a certain show on a radio station that no longer exists. It, so it was um, good to have you back, mate. The, the
3: Thank thing, you very much. The thing is, Nick, is obviously with with the organisation I work for. It was tempted to start it with "This is London." <laughs> <That's> <laughs> a bit
5: too official, you know. A little bit too. You've got to judge a tone, party You got to judge. I was going to get them put in a request to have that guy that used to do all the uh, royal occasions back in the 70s. And now we have the house band of the rules and (laughs) royals.
2: Get the right voice. Mr. Hart is being carried from the surgery room into the the cardiac ward, (laughs) it's and darts, and he's comfortable. Um, Thank you, boys. I want to start, if you'll indulge me, gentlemen. I just want to say a few thank yous. Got a few thank yous I want to say um listeners may know may not know um i had a bit of a bit of trouble as um frank spencer might have put it once upon a time um a little bit of trouble um of the of the heart variety um h-e-a-r-t um i I need to say a few thank yous because yeah i mean it was uh, we're joking about it and it's 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 light in, in in retrospect because you can laugh about it um from a, completely from a, a clear blue sky listeners i did suffer a major heart attack unexpectedly um about two and a half weeks ago um and but for the the swift and fast thinking of my wife um, who called the ambulance in the probably would have been in the face of my own objections um i would have said give me give me 10 minutes um you know let me let me um calm down but she called an ambulance which effectively saved my life because I think if there'd been any delay with a major 100% blockage of your main artery, I think there's only one outcome for that in general. Um, So I wanna say thank you to Mrs. Hart because I think that um, that was the first step in a few crucial moments that did save my life. I wanna say thank you to Justin, the paramedic, who I think he professionally lied to me and told me I was gonna be okay when there was actually a lot more touch and go than um, he was letting on. And I've clung on to those words all the way through the the whole process. I need to say thank you to St Bart's Hospital, the emergency team and all of the NHS staff, because um, my experience, they were world class. They also combined to save my life. And I'm still here to talk to you all, dear listeners. I want to say thank you also to everyone, uh, listeners, um, social media. um, There was a thread on the house of fun. I've had emails, text messages, phone calls. I've had all sorts of um, messages, get well soon messages and and best wishes stuff that really takes your breath away. Listeners. I mean, I, 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 um, I'm not used to this kind of, um, contact i suppose i don't know how to put it but it it really did um it it cheered me up it's raised my spirits and it also took my breath away a little bit so i want to say thank you to each and everyone there are too many people to name individually um i want to say thank you to the boys on this show because um they organized some of this stuff and it had its it had the right impact in, in moments where you need a bit of a lift there it was so I want to say thank you to everyone on here everyone I'm looking at at the moment on the on the screen also Ryan and and Michael who are not here with us today um thank you to you all listeners and everyone that sent me sent me the best wishes it's um it was a close run thing as the duke of wellington said at, at the battle of waterloo but we 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 came out the other side of it um gentlemen today is midsummer madness it's fixture announcement day a day that I find irrationally exciting I've always wondered why, why do I find it so exciting? Because you kind of know who you're going to get. It's just the order in which they come. Um, Queen's Park Rangers is our opening day fixture away. Um, How are we all feeling about the prospect of the new season? Are we looking forward to it? And does fixture release date excite you like it excites me? What about you, Mike? Does does fixture release date get get your juices flowing?
4: Yeah, I think so, especially as hopefully everything will start to return to normal and, you know, let's let's hope we can actually go to QPR as well uh, on the 7th of August. Um, Yeah, I think it does a a lot. And I think it's nice to be able to plan the away trips this season. You know, we're going to be back. uh, We're going to be there, which is fantastic. Um, So there's a few that. You know, I've always fancied Blackpool. You know, I've never been, so I was. Yeah. Uh, that's uh, quite a fun trip, apparently, uh, for all those that like a beer and a big <laughs> dipper. Um, so yeah, I was looking at that one as a possible. But yeah, I think it's pretty exciting. And there's a few, few there that are, you know, quite big games. You know, you've got West Brom and Fulham coming back down, so hopefully get to Craven Cottage again. So yeah, it's um, starting to sort of plan the year, I think, around football. Um, I, as my girl, my girlfriend's happy about that.
3: If I, if <laughs> I could this sort of real inject some EFL anti-mill shit housery in there. Go. you go down to bank holiday weekend in August and see
2: Blackpool. At
3: home. <laughs> and you're like oh, Yeah, there? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's like Blackpool, great, yeah.
2: I think I think That's the EFL and, and Millwall work on these things. They don't want a mob of Millwall fans in uh, Blackpool on a bank holiday weekend, Harry, do they? Okay. they, they we know Four what we're talking Millwall.
1: about.
2: <laughs> Four thousand
4: Millwall sure fans. Yeah, I'm sure the last few times it's actually when we play them in League One on a Tuesday to stop that from happening. <laughs> but um, yeah. it is on a Saturday, 22nd of January, so a nice Ooh, rainy Blackpool. trip to Blackpool Blackpool the north east.
5: In, in January. Can- is there a more bleak? <laughs> away day in the whole year. What'd That's like know? having the South End on New Year's Day. So like everything's shut up down on the coast. Yeah, <laughs> I suppose South End is West the East. equivalent
2: area. I mean, I've never been to Blackpool. I've never, there's one of those places I've never been there, you know. So, as as Mike says, it's going to be an interesting away day, even in January, I suppose. It's a bit like South End a, on a dull winter's day, isn't it? You know, um, looking forward to it? Are you looking forward to the new season, Ash?
5: Uh, I am. I, I, it'd be nice just to get back. Um, they they've deserved i mean they've got thumped a couple of times last season which they deserve some abuse for so they've got they've got a bit sort of sitting in the back of the tank but um yeah i mean i'm a lot better after sort of some jumping the gun i'm a lot better after yesterday seeing what i saw so um yeah uh, so yeah i'm looking forward to it we still need players um and this Euroscouting that we've been doing, I, I find that our Euroscouting will be somewhere along the lines of we're looking at Finland and Hungary rather than Italy
2: and Belgium. I think our overseas signings are coming from the Isle of Sheppey or Canvey or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Isle of Man. <laughs> oh, dear. This, I mean, that brings us neatly onto the next part of the, of the agenda, Aaron. I mean, Mills. I mean, I've actually seen more transfer signing release videos from Dartford than I've from Millwall. So (laughs) I'm hoping they're gonna liven it up soon.
3: Do you you know what, do you know what? I I met someone yesterday, I want to give him a shout out. His name's Jimmy. He's a London taxi driver. He took me from the BBC to the Embassy of El Salvador yesterday. Okay. And it's not because I'm looking for a visa or to claim (laughs) asylum. But it's because my car was parked outside it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, Jimmy told me, because, you know, he was, he was, he was surprised to we talk about football. And, uh, and I said, you know, next year, the ULOS is coming in, guys. If you drive a yeah, pre-15 diesel, every time you go to the Den, you're going to be charged £12.50. So get that sort of, because Sadiq can't. Anyway, <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, we was talking about, and I go, you know, when I go out it's Millwall, it's, it's going to cause me problems. And he goes, you got a Millwall and I go, well, yeah, you know, like work and yeah. the odd, the odd special occasion, you know, yep. make an appearance in HMPRs. And he goes, I'm a Millwall fan. He goes, I haven't been in years. And he hasn't been since the second game at the Den in 92. Right. And I asked him why. And he said, he just, he could never leave the old Den. Like the experience was, was just, was just, it was just quite sad for him. Yeah. He's 65. And so I said to him, Jimmy, Tune into our podcast and we'll give you a shout-out. But I want to say this to you, Jimmy. Say this to you. I will pay for a match ticket next season. Wherever you want to sit, it's on me. The game's on me. Because I want to treat you to the sight of John Daddy Varson <laughs> fucking it up again. Again! And just everyone, just a full den just going mental, purely because Varson's goal record of one goal every lunar eclipse you know, just just <laughs> pissing everyone off again. But Jimmy, um, fancy a game next season, mate? It's on me.
2: That's a big shout out to Jimmy. You're more than welcome, mate. And I, 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 I get Jimmy's um, emotional attachment to Cold Blow Lane. I, I get it. I, I, I used to go there myself. Um, I think the new Den, Jimmy, if you're listening, I think the new Den matches it in terms of loudness of ambience. Get along to a game. Get try and get along on the 14th against Blackburn. I think that's going to be um, a loud occasion. I think, that's,
5: I think that's going to be rather emotional, that game. I haven't been. Yeah, I haven't been no, since no, no, no. from a home game in, when we got beat um, in that storm that ended up shutting the A13. So that was, that was the last home game that I went to, which was just before the pandemic, sort of February time. Yeah, um, I missed sort of a Tuesday night. I think I was
2: at work, so it was a I rainy, night. rainy night. The yeah. last time I remember coming away from then, it was a rainy night. Was it? Was it Bristol, Mike? I think it was. Uh, I thought we won all draw. I thought, but it seems it's such a long time now. It's, it seems forever. You can
3: imagine. You can imagine Randy Crawford's to be changing rainy night in.
4: Lonely- <laughs>
5: rainy night in <laughs> Millwall. rainy night
1: in bum <laughs> <laughs> oh, it gives
4: me um it gives me goosebumps just thinking about it. if i'm honest just that that kind of saturday afternoon routine that you know i've got so ingrained with over the years and you know going to the pub at 12 meeting your your brother and a couple of mates and then seeing some family in the ground and yeah. you know just watching Millwall again and that that roar and just seeing a lot of people in one place almost seems surreal and uh, being in that situation so yeah i I've got goosebumps just thinking about it. I can't can't wait to get down there. I'm
1: do looking
2: forward they, to it. I'm looking forward to it. I've got to say, do you reckon they've like, like Hoover or dust,
3: Mister By for now? No, because I'd imagine he's just like redundant. And he? he's just sat there like wait. He's literally just waiting. You know, there's that sort of a like gif of that that geezer just sat there waiting. That he Mr. was Bye. on
2: the um the club podcast. we we'll, we'll talk, wouldn't he? Mm. They 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 had an yeah. interview with him. Um, it's I mean it's a good podcast listeners by the way you know we don't often it mention is. others our, our rival mm-hmm. rivals we don't mention them we, we, we give them scant attention but we'll talk um i thought was pretty good there's been some good ones on there i listened to um oh god who was it it was um uh, morrison? morrison yeah the double header with morrison that was that was really good i thought he came over really nicely out and i thought he, he, he there was he had more personality i think than often he was given credit for by the crowd when in his in his Day.
5: He he kind of admitted that he played a role, which I think is kind
2: of Yeah, I admire that. It's like a, yeah. it's got a pantomime kind of like a villain, you know. And I, I quite admire that. Um, it's been a quiet summertime, boys, of business. Um, let's look at the good news. Um, Matt Smith has renewed his contract. Um, he followed our career advice, Mike, didn't he? I mean, we we, we went to some lengths to encourage him to uh, continue his studies and also you know keep this kind of part-time job he's got at the den when it comes on for about 20, 20 minutes at the end of a going part-time down. football player <laughs>
4: Yeah, I'm a bit surprised he's signed, to be honest, because I think at his age, you know, he could go and play in League One week in, week out. Yeah, could, but, yeah. you know, as as he said himself, there's not many teams that play with a striker like him, certainly in the Championship. So if he wants to play in the Championship, probably Millwall's the only option that, you know, he's going to have. <laughs> so <laughs> in some respects, so I, I'm happy that he's re-signed. You know, I just hope it isn't an excuse not to, you know, go into the market a bit more. Um, you know, I read Rich Crawley put on something about you know Bod Vaston's been told he can leave. So actually, he's had a you know, come and
2: come and I get him. Know. It's normally come and get me. We've issued a come and get come him. Get
4: him. <laughs> yeah, he's 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 sort of sitting out with the bins just outside the den. So if anyone wants to sort of come and pick him up. Please do, um, but you know we're not going to get any money for him. I wouldn't have thought, even though he's still in contracts. But yeah, we've got to go out and get a couple of players. Just going to get any money him for him? You've got to Smith fucking
3: pay people, someone to take him away, man.
2: You you got to pay the
4: contract. <laughs> yeah, pay the bin bin men for an extra delivery. Biffler are going to pop round. Poor old John,
2: bit. Daddy. I bet he's a really <laughs> nice bloke, but um, I, I, I've got this image of Zampa fish having their kind of uh, fish heads taken away by some professional maybe, maybe we could put him on that or something. I don't know. Sounds Rafa, um, this sounds
5: rather sort of Godfather-esque thing. Eh? Tonight <laughs> like he sleeps with the fishes. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I've never met John Dale, but he's a lovely bloke. Um, good news, Harry. Good news, permanent deal for Scott Malone. I think that's got to be good news in anyone's any Millwall fans' book. Would you agree?
5: Yeah, fantastic. Last season, arguably, well, he was my player of the season. Yeah. Um, just for. The ability, the the difference that he brought us, he gave us a bit of balance. Arguably, we got worse down the right hand side, which I think there was other issues there going on. Um, but, but you know, it would have been if both have been on form. We could have attacked from both wings, weirdly, which we
2: haven't radical. done for another year. That's of a years. radical idea. You've had. I know,
5: I know. Um, but yeah, I, I think Scott Malone's been fantastic yeah. last season. Hopefully, he continues that form into this season. Um, and takes our advice of not wearing a suit with no socks and (laughs) falling out with
4: the CBO upper. Uh. He shaved his head as well, which was good to see last season. I was just like, yeah, that's what we want.
2: That's a a traditional Millwall look. There's a kind of a twilight zone between good news and so so news, which is the renewal of the contract of Alex Pierce. I mean, he's he seen... bad news. That's not that's not
5: okay news. That's just bad news. You, you've, you've dragged
2: that email into the bad news folder on your, yes. on your um, front page there, Harry. Um, Alex Pierce, Mike, seems to be seen as a leader and I, I off the pitch in the dressing room. Um, I haven't seen much on the pitch leadership. I mean, there were some some shocking performances last season. Um, I'm not putting those on Alex Pierce particularly, because I think he's, his, his pace is left them, you know, behind him now. But um, I found that a, a, an odd one, given that we've let Sean Williams go and kept um, Alex Pierce. I mean, is that is that a mate thing with, with Rowett for you, or how do you see that? Yeah, I,
4: I mean, he was he was really poor when he did play last season. Do you know what it reminded? It reminds me a bit of what Roy Keane said about Jordan Henderson um, in the England dressing room where he said, um, yeah, what's he in the squad for? Just because he's a good card player, you know, if he's not going to get him, (laughs) he's not going to do anything else. And that's sort of the situation with Alex Pearce. Um, Yeah, he's he's a laugh in the dressing room and geez the boys up, you know, that's not what you need from a captain a captain's about doing it on the pitch i mean you look at someone like paul robinson who was able to do it on the pitch and the players looked up to him if i was a player i would I, you're also looking down to alex pierce because he's actually pretty small for a center after you know you, you don't you've got to do it on the pitch i think so it was a strange one i, I was surprised actually that that he's re-signed um yeah
2: I but was,
4: yeah. yeah um and, and I think, you know, we do need to go to market for another centre-back. Um, we were a bit naive last season. I think we only had four senior centre-backs um, and we were playing three, you know, centre-backs a lot of the time. Uh, you know, when one or two got injured, we, we were a bit screwed, really. You know, Romeo ended up having to play there in the end. So yeah. we need to go in the market and get another one as well.
3: I think come, come the end of the season when you saw Jake Cooper and Sean Hutchinson basically, you know, busting out every single bit every sinew of energy they could to to try and hold things together. And then you look at something like the Bournemouth game where it all just capitulated and you felt like, shit, this is where squad depth is needed. For me, I'm starting to sit and think that the Sean Williams release decision maybe was a bad idea. Like I just, I think maybe he should have stayed in some capacity, player coach, something like that. He was a player coach last year. And if he goes to another championship club or top-end League One club and smashes it, it's going to be a bit embarrassing because the squad's thin
5: already. Mm. So, you know, for me, I think that was a bad decision. Uh, the, problem, the problem is is that he loves a midfielder, but he doesn't love a ball playing midfielder. It's very England-like, actually. We've got a lot of players that seem to pass the ball sideways, but no one <laughs> that will get on it and beat a man and go past people. We had that when he first came because we had Malumbi. And we haven't really replaced Mulumbi. We keep signing centre midfielders that don't really replace Malumbi, And we've got a spine that's very interchangeable, but not, I couldn't turn around and say, what is the strongest midfield pairing? I couldn't turn around and tell you, we all know the strongest centre-back pairing if we play a four. But when we play a three, I don't really want Alex Pearce anywhere near it. And if I'm being honest, I don't want Murray Wallace to play as, as a centre-back. I want Murray Wallace as a left-back when we've got a defend against a better side. Um. But it's it's quite worrying that we are where we are. Aaron will know how many players throughout the championship have been released that he thinks could do a job. And the fact of the matter is, it's always for Millwall, is wages. And I can only assume that it's going to cost Millwall more money to get rid of Pierce than it was to re-sign him.
3: I disagree with wages. I disagree because there are clubs, smaller clubs out there who are doing some phenomenal business. The fact that Luton have gone and signed Henry Lansbury And they signed Cameron Jerome, two freebies. You're sat there and you're like, these guys finished, what, ninth, 10th last season? Luton could make the playoffs this year. This year is going to be the most open season, in my opinion. It's going to be a free-for because all the clubs out there, the bigger sort of names, they've had to let go of their big hitters. You know, they've had to let go of their big earners it's going to be a real free-for-all. And so to see someone like Luton go out and say to Henry Lansbury, you know what, you're 29-30, let's give you a chance to come a boss at midfield. If you look at their midfield as well, they've signed that lad from Motherwell,
4: mm.
3: Alan someone, I can't remember. Chad uh,
4: Campbell. Was it Campbell? We linked with him at one Alan point. Alan Campbell. Campbell. Yeah.
3: Their midfield three, Alan Campbell, Joe Morell and Henry Lansbury. That's mm. a good little midfield. Um, so, you know, I just... I worry the lack of recruitment is <clears throat> concerning highly right now. From my understanding, there was supposed to be some mass clear-out. But then again, how can you clear out when you're playing fucking Scott Malone on the wing? The geezer's left-back, you're playing him as winger. On a side note, though, Harry, um Ryan Woods has gone to <laughs> the championship. <laughs> hey. uh, it, was, it was quite the shock when I saw <laughs> he signed a three-year deal at Birmingham, which... Shows that he's got no actual intentions to play professional football, but
5: just, just he just rock. wants to come and sit with Lee Bowyer. And you also ran Midland
2: Sea. I actually and had a um interrupting you, Harry. I, I had a, 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 a answer phone message from our, our regular caller, Barry Moon. Thank you, Barry, for your call, Barry. Uh, which I'll play now.
4: Hello, hello, Nick Barry Moon here. I hope you're feeling a lot better. Please seem to be on the means. Um Just message, but uh,
2: Harry, Harry must be dancing around his
4: front room tonight at Barnwoods has gone to Birmingham. He, he worked it, he got rid of him, Morris.
2: So I don't know who he's going to pick on next season. But anyway, just thought I'd have a little laugh on that one. You anyway, know, you look after yourself. And hope to see you soon. All right, mate. Look after yourself. Bye.
0: Achtung! Mehlball. Mehlball.
2: And Harry, are you dancing around the room like Barry said you would be with the departure of um, <laughs> Ryan Woods? Is that, I, I mean, I, how
0: do you I, feel? Well, <laughs> well uh,
5: the thing—the thing for Ryan Woods. So Ryan Woods does a lot of things very well. I'm not going to take away his 5 yards side-foot shit-house passing and not being brave enough on the ball. Is fantastic when you've got another player to pass to. You know what England done against Scotland, do a lot of sideways passing, a lot of yeah. possession, and not really do a lot with it. Ryan Woods is very good at that, which makes him a very good professional football player in this day and age. But, you know, this plays into Gary Rowick's, um style of football. Does it excite me? No. Do you get mid-table mediocrity and finish, you know, away from the relegation zone? So, you probably do. So from that point of view, I get it, but I want a midfielder that excites me, a midfielder, a Millwall midfielder, a Millwall midfielder who puts the tackle in, goes past someone and picks up a yellow throw for overextending his foot when he's going for a ball that he's run a little bit in front of him. That's what I prefer. Um, I know people want us to to move on as a club and I totally get that, but I, I wasn't behind moving on with Ryan Woods. I think, as, as Aaron's already touched on, there's better options out there than Ryan Woods. And Ryan Woods, I'm presuming, demanded a fee. I mean, the side note on my um on my course on my talent id course for the pfsa that we got to speak to the um, head of recruitment for swansea city who used to be at stoke and they were saying you know i asked the question about why there seems to be an idea that in the championship you've got to play with now it's changing to play midfield freeze and so on and so forth and asked the question about um about would. You know, would Swansea take, for instance, a Ryan Woods? And he said, no, I can't see it working at Millwall. I'm not going to name who that is. You can all Google what player that person that was. But that's to do with people's opinions. And I think Ryan Woods is is a lot of money for not a lot of player. You can get a cheaper version of Ryan Woods and do, you know, wages. You can get two Ryan Woods for one, if you know what I mean.
2: I mean, Aaron, we, we, we're reputedly, according to as much as you can never give any weight to these Twitter reports, we're reputedly chasing Josh Wind, Windas, how you say it, from Sheffield Wednesday. Um, we had a bid rejected. I don't know whether we're ever going to be, you know, in really in the market for... for um, 400
5: more. grand. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome it, to
2: we should... <laughs>
3: 1982. It's that, you know, that Spider-Man gift. You know where he's <laughs> pointing and he's pointing. Basically, it's skin. Skin, skin, skin. That's all it is. We've had 400
2: refused. We've got to come back with 450 or something, Uh, uh, I guess.
3: Why aren't they going and getting fucking Barry Bannon? He's the man to get out of there. Barry Bannon has freely, openly said, I ain't playing it next year. Like, I don't know if anyone's seen those comments he made where he's just basically shit. He's just shit all over him. Um, No one's interested. No one wants to play at Sheffield Wednesday. I don't want to play at Sheffield Wednesday. Go and get him. He, he's on quite a wedge, apparently. He's on that sort of 27 to 30 at Sheffield Wednesday, apparently. So whether Millwall can do something or not, I'm not sure. But Barry Bannon and Michael Kiftenbeld in midfield would be quite a good little mm. bit thing. Mm. And let's be fair, Mike Hayden knows this. I've got prediction, like this sort of like track record with transfers. I did predict Kiftenbeld would be one of Gary Routs' usual signings. And so I am going to say, that I reckon Barry Bannon will end up at Mill. I just have a feeling. I have this feeling. He has South London roots already. Don't forget, he played at Crystal Palace. Crystal Palace. So, you know,
2: we need to start... I'd rather,
5: us go, I'd rather us go and get Malumby. I I, I can't see how Brighton can continually loan him out and not... you know, At some point, they're going to want to cash in because he's not really kicked on. He didn't set Preston, I like, last season. Even no, if it's another no. season long loan, we know what he can do. If it was a Purple patch, at least he's on loan and we haven't spent the money that they want to. But if you're sitting there and asking me, is he is he an acquisition? Is he a different type of midfielder than we've got? I know everyone keeps harking back to Malumbi, but you can only go on what we've seen. He worked well in a Gary Rowick system, you know, in that run. You know, we, we've got to start.
2: We need to start Attack. doing some business soon, boys, don't we? I mean it's the 24th of june today as we're recording this um when does pre-season's training start that next, must be week, first of July, next week, <laughs> next week. Yeah. and we seem to be missing um you know we, we seem to be having basically um the remains of last season's squad at I'm, the I'm, moment I'm, I'm not one for panic mike i might still have some morphine flowing through my veins so i'm not panicking yet mate but soon would be nice to start seeing some incoming names
4: yeah, I mean, because I think we've actually got a lot of our business done a bit earlier in recent transfer windows. I mean, not very good business, <laughs> to be said. But so actually, so yeah, but uh, so it is actually a bit, yeah, kind of strange. I mean, you see Malone and the keeper sign pretty much um, straight after the, the yeah. transfer window open, and you start to think, right, here we go. And then it just goes dead for, you know, a month. Um, you see us linked with some players, but I said on the show before, you know, you see, you know, Middlesbrough, Cardiff, oh, and Mill, all are interested. I mean, you know, we don't have a chance in those sorts of players. So we've got to find a few hidden gems and you know, whether this European targets was absolute nonsense, um we'll we'll soon see. But um yeah. Well, I I,
3: fingers I reckon Mike, that Alan Campbell mm. will, will do very well next year. Very, very mm. well next year. I again I'm I'm just looking at their transfers that the Luton made. They've signed Fred. Yeah, fine, let's not talk about that. Reese Burke, once of, of of West Ham United, who's someone who was quite highly rated, Alan Campbell, Cameron Jerome getting ten fifteen goals, who apparently was supposed to be at Millwall in January. By the way, but mm. I don't know what happened there. Um, and 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 Henry Lansbury. that's good business in in my opinion. Um, there are other clubs that have picked up other players as well. Clubs are doing little bits. One thing I've I've noticed though no one's making any major signings. None of these big names, the big championship names are going anywhere. None of the ones that have been released are really going anywhere. They're just little, little bits. And and funny enough, I was doing a bit of research ahead of um, today's show. Where, where's Tom Bradshaw? Like, no one's heard, sight or sound of him,
5: but then he's popped up He's at Pepper Pig World today. is at Pepper He was at Pepper Pig Jesse. World. How do you know this? His, he's got in, Instagram. He's got um. <laughs> he's, got, he's got engaged to his. Uh, he's got engaged to his Has wife. He? Oh,
3: yeah. Nice. He oh, oh. Well, his
5: girlfriend and the mother of his child. That was all on Instagram as well. Instagram is the way that you can get. Stalking Millwall, players. um, the, mo- the mother of his child, God forbid his child be a bastard. <laughs> God forbid, it's 2021. Um, it? <laughs> there's um, what do you not, call not, the other? The other interesting is that it's sort of the Millwall, the Millwall <laughs> class of '92 are uh, knocking about, i.e., uh, Alfie Pavey, um, Thompson. <laughs> Um, Sid yeah. Nelson and another Millwall midfielder That didn't make it I can't remember his name But that they seem to be knocking around and apparently they were in London Bridge last week I saw it knocking about And everyone ended up buying them a beer or something I, I don't know But that's very Millwall isn't it That's by Yeah he's a professional football player Send him 18 beers during pre-season I'm sure I really enjoy that When he's got to run it off on the first of July, I was going
2: to say the work starts next week. In that, code. I don't begrudge anyone a beer. No, I don't begrudge anyone know, a beer. I think you r- need
5: a beer when you're looking at our fucking transfer business. I mean, <laughs> Patterson from Bristol City, you know, this, this, lo- Bristol City literally released 22 players. They literally got rid of a third, like literally, they could have got rid of three squads by the time that they were doing their business. Um, just very, very weird. And the thing is, is, we need a goal scorer. I mean, we, we grind and out these one-year wins. Like, literally, I could accept not signing anyone if we went and spent two, three, pounds on a striker that was decent. But we won't do that because we know we won't do that. It's like, I have no evidence to believe that we will. Can you More. imagine?
3: Can you imagine if they pull fucking like Britta Sombronga at the back, and you're like,
2: he was? Did I see a list where he's one one of the many um, free free agents at the moment? Not
5: let him go, and Fletcher didn't he as well? Fletcher's gone. Fletcher's gone to Watford
3: on a five year deal, is not he? I mean, that's just yeah. On a a five, is that to be
5: is that to be loaned back to the Championship for five years?
3: Basically, yeah, yeah, Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, basically, (laughs) but I mean to see. Can you imagine they pull out a Sombolonga or Fomar Ajayji? You're sat there like, fuck Cameron Jerome, mate. I mean, British Sombolonga would be quite a...
5: Quite running good. in behind.
2: Or, or I Mike, mean, he'd he, play he, right
5: he's... wing back, but, you know, he'd be very good. In a five, we're playing a five. <laughs> away Mike, from home, we're back in January, when we're 1-0 down against Blackburn, and he comes up and plays right wing back for Marlon Romeo.
2: Yeah. Mike, in, instead of a Sambalonga, do you think mm. Gary Ramos looking at Isaac Alotha is the answer to our goal-scoring dilemma? Yeah, probably. <laughs> I mean, yeah. scoring goals the in the conference. That's
4: yeah, the other probably. One. We could see him. We'll, we'll, Yeah, he'll probably be our third striker next season. Um, It's strange, though. I mean, a lot of these players, like you've just mentioned, a uh, Sambalonga, jG why haven't they got clubs yet? You know, they've been uh, as one well, as uh, you, you think, it? trying to get the best way. So maybe you'll yeah. see a little bit of flurry of business you know, in the next few weeks, uh, just before the season starts, when people are finalising their squads, because eventually negotiations have got to come to an end, but they're probably just taking their time, aren't they? So, yeah, we'll I think see. that but first
5: week of pre-season when it dawns on players that they're not got a club, yeah. that tends to be when you hear like ex professionals on podcasts they go, "Oh, I was sitting there and it was Tuesday, and I thought, oh, I should be at work, like, and you're not at work, yeah. and then suddenly they start getting a little bit of a little bit of a panic on, or whatever." The other one that makes me laugh is the Abdel Malek story. Um, a couple of the seasons ago I don't know if you remember when we had the decent youth run to the FA Cup to Chelsea so apparently we never signed Abdul Malik up on, uh, on a proper deal we allowed mm. he still to run down before offering him a contract, and now there's two Premier League clubs interested as well as countless other Championship clubs, and he hasn't made up his decision yet. Is that not the most Millwall that story? It's the most Millwall the thing, I've thing I've ever heard of. You got a 17 year old with pace that, basically, last season we were all crying. Why don't you give him a game? Because we can't run him behind anyone. So let's let's do that. We're safe. No, 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 no. We're waiting to so we won't give him half a chance here. We'll we won't learn anything from um, from eh? What, what, what we'll do is we'll do exactly the same thing again, because that make sense. As it
2: ever was, same as it ever was, Harry. I mean, good some other good news, Hayden Muller, Isaac Alonso, I've mentioned, Ryan Sanford, and two youngsters, Joe Wright and Bizarre Top, Topologe, I don't know how, if that's the correct pronunciation, sign forms, I don't know, I've not heard of him at all. So, um, we'll see, we'll see, we don't know enough about any of what? those players, really, but
3: Right now, Nick, it feels like the next time Millwall sign a striker for money, they'll be paying in fucking Bitcoin or something like that. And that's (laughs) the last.
0: Achtung, Millwall.
2: Euro 2021, you've mentioned England already, Harry. I mean, I I don't know if I was the only one amongst us boys, but I I had kind of Millwall, um, what's it do you get with LSD flashbacks? You get like um, England flashbacks and Millwall flashbacks. So they're like looking at the same team, aren't they? You know? sideways play i mean it's been a very dreary england show so far now the prospect of germany i nearly called them west germany that's showing my age germany on tuesday night um we need to find some action somewhere mike don't we you you were at wembley other night. Yeah. How, how was it yeah
4: you? Uh, yeah, well, it's good, good fun, good day out, apart from the game itself. I would have said. Don't let the football <laughs> um, get in the, the Yeah, exactly. It's one of those. And that is very Millwall as well, isn't it, at some times? But yeah, I don't know. It's, it has been very frustrating. I think we've got more talent than, uh, you know, well, the talent isn't showing its full potential at the moment, whether it's Southgate being negative. But we just sort of look you know scared to lose in some regard I think Mm. and you know we've done the job we've got through the group but it's been pretty dull and I just hope we've got more to give Um, but I think maybe that's the nature of Southgate as a manager you know a defender in his time is his style of international management keep games tight you know turn on the flare when we need to rather than really go at teams you know you look at the Italians for example I think our personally our squad is stronger than theirs and we've got better attacking players than them but look at the way they're playing in comparison to us you know and it's a little bit disappointing as well because a lot of the sides in the Premier League especially if I look at Liverpool Manchester City you know they play this really pressing game now and you know it's exciting and a lot of the players you know are in the England squad and obviously are not playing that way and you just think to yourself "Mm, couldn't couldn't we do something a bit different here but it's a big one against Germany that that'll be you know if we get significantly beaten Southgate's going to be under a lot of be under pressure, pressure I, think, I, no? agree. I, agree. I nice, just so. want
5: to yeah. I'll be I'll be totally honest I, I'm I don't like the way Southgate's taken on the group stage I feel like that was the that was the moment to make the statements um you know realistically you weren't going to get knocked out of that group because you had the third place to fall back on but now we're playing Germany. I'm totally for the Hungarian way of beating Germany that was last night of literally playing three fast players on the break and just hit them against their ageing back four or back five, whatever they decide to play. Um, I mean, sac- uh, uh, literally, you're sitting there thinking, right, let's just bomb the... F-. I mean, I'd take Kane out, and I know that's sacrilege, but I-, I would against Germany because there's no reason to have him there because he doesn't run in behind, and that's how teams have scored against them. So, or we'll do... Proper revenge for Euro '96. We'll go nil nil. Just kick it anywhere. Go full Jake Cooper Hutchinson Brexit four four two. Lump it long, <laughs> and we'll and we'll just play for penalties.
2: Brexit bingo is now going to be the next thing Brexit, on, we'll on this show? British Brexit
5: four four two nil nil after extra time. Play on penalties. We've learned lessons over every tournament. Beat the Germans on penalties, and we can
2: no, parachute. No, no.
5: Parachute in. Parachute, Paul I was going to say no
2: mention of the war, but we've got parachutes <laughs> in. <and laughs> we're
5: parachute parachute Paul Gascoigne into the middle of the pitch, just to shout "fuck you, Germany," and then we're all walk <laughs> off. It's fine.
2: Aaron, I mean, I I I, I, I wonder whether the, it's the nature of these tournaments now is very long winded. I think the Champions League group stages are going to be similar in feel. I mean, it's been overblown. You, you've got this kind of odd third place, best first place, which means it's very hard to fail in this competition now. Does it... I mean, how do you see it? I mean, is is the structure overblown? I mean, we're going to go from one extreme to the other now with sudden death football. It's talk about lurch from one extreme to the other.
3: For me, it's too much. It is too much. Um, Although saying that, we're recording this on a Thursday. Mm -hmm. No game's two days. What's everyone going to do for two days?
2: Steer into space and, uh, you know, wonder what to do with yourself. I know what you mean. It's... um, It's
3: I just, I I, I don't know, I don't like this expanded format. I don't like the fact that all the games are played all over the shop. What happened to the days of just, you know, actually playing a tournament in one place? It would have been... Maybe maybe for COVID it's actually better, I'm not sure, because you're not sort of got cross-contamination within camps and hotels and stuff, I'm not sure. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, Going back, just I wanted to just drop in on the Southgate issue. Um, I can't stand it. I actually kind of don't say. like him. No. Like he makes me want to like <laughs> shave my eyeballs with like a <laughs> single blade, blade big. Like when I, the guy for me lacks ambition as a manager, he lacked ambition as a player. He had two opportunities to join Manchester United and and that one of the seasons we won the the treble. Yeah. And and the next time it was to replace uh, Yap Stam, and he chose to go to where well, He chose to stay at Villa, and then chose to go to Middlesbrough. It just, it's just all about it for him. Bland, bland, fucking bland. That's all. He <laughs> <If you laughs> eats boiled food. You can tell.
5: You called him
2: boiled food. There was a very You called him the
5: P, You called him the PE teacher in a suit the other is, day, yeah. and I thought <laughs> it was literally the, the best analogy of him ever. That's There's a true. very,
2: very accurate uh, description. Just, of him by Mill Kev as a as a Palace drip, and I don't actually sums. He, he, he is sums it. Sorry, <laughs> Palace drip. I just. But
5: who <laughs> would you? The problem is, is who what? would replace him? Like, imagine made, they get beat five nil at home.
2: Gary Rowett would replace him. Wasn't oh, they? absolutely, exactly the same. I'm, star. I'm
5: telling you. Do you know what? For a tournament like this,
3: the man for the job is Jose Mourinho. The Man for the job is Jose Mourinho. He doesn't have time. To do his usual bollocks of, of mind yeah. games. He doesn't have to set in players' heads, he doesn't have to become best mates and tell Deli Ali he smells and all that. He doesn't need to do any of needs that Ali smells? just needs is to, that to tactically beat teams, and in a one-off competition, Jose Mourinho would be fantastic. There would be but, no flair though, would there? There'd be me, no there'd be no Grealish, there'd be no we might Harry,
2: win it. This mm. is
3: this is one of the best squads, one of the most complete squads. In, in effect, can you sit there and go, well, we're weak there. Mate, we've got it's the 50- best squad since 96. 100%. percent Hundred right backs, two brilliant left backs. We've got players for of I'm hearing radio stations, a commercial radio station that I don't work for, turn around and go, oh well, do we lack creativity in midfield? Creativity in midfield. Come on, man. Come on. And for me, working obviously in this game, My the most tedious task I've had to do, and the one I dread, is not like you know clean, you know replacing the urinal cake at work. It's cutting a Gareth Southgate presser. It's fucking (laughs) disgusting, man. For people who who literally. You know, need to get on a come down or something like that.
1: <laughs>
5: you know why he's got the job, though. You know why he's got. Yes, the, job. Man.
3: the he's a, he's
0: a
5: man. Yeah, absolutely. Very but that, the way that they wanted him to deal with the whole taking the knee issue, and I'm not going to dive into that any more than that because it will just get people shouting on the internet, and we've got enough of that already. Uh, the the, the way just, he I done I that statement.
3: My, can I just say I'm waiting for my first Harry's account of the season? But anyway. <laughs> Are you waiting for
5: it? I, I, well, I think it
2: will come. I reckon it will come. Uh, I,
5: reckon the August, I reckon August first, the 7th, first, the yeah,
2: first, yeah, first, yeah, first, first game. North when we go
5: Q, When we go QPR away, and I'm calling Rowett a cunt after the game, <laughs> going that he has learned none lessons from last time. We've been beaten here twice in two years, and 3-2 and 3-2 or whatever, and it's, I'm calling him a cunt, then <laughs> that'll be it. But going back to the point is that Southgate sits in press conferences and goes... You know the statement the other day. We're still learning as a group. <laughs> These players have won fucking <laughs> tournaments. They won La Liga. the Liga.
3: Premier won League, the footballers. Champions league. Hey, Mate, when
5: know. he turns around about
3: Sancho and goes, "Oh, there's other players that are more experienced." Did he score 20 goals last season? Bundesliga, yeah, no, no, no
2: slouch league, you know.
5: <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it's the Farmers League. They're all Farmers League unless you play in the Premier League. He's not interested. Bellingham, right? How how can we say right? How can we say last season that Calvin Phillips, right, is a better midfielder? than then, uh, Jude Bellingham, like the way our Jude Bellingham plays in the Champions League, by the way, and played against the English <laughs> champions and gave him a hard time over a two-legged tie. And he goes, well, oh, he doesn't have the experience of the big stage. What, how big do you want the stage? Was it Glastonbury? What are oh, you I've missed about? all I'm, this. I, I nearly
2: missed all this listeners. I nearly wasn't here for this kind of stuff. I'm so I'm glad I'm still here for it. I'm, England's desperate easier
5: to, for, I'm
3: desperate for success. I'm desperate for England to do well. Like, I, I'm every game you sit there and you're like, please just, yeah, please show on. me something. Or just, you know, like, come on. But with him, there's no inspiration for me. There's zero inspiration. Let's let look be honest. At someone like, you look at someone like Roberto Mancini, yeah. Hmm. Fair enough, he's won trophies. This is a guy who's taken an Italian squad, which is lacking that je ne sais quoi in Italian,
5: they didn't qualify for the last tournament well I you
3: don't know, know what je is in Italy. no I uh, don't
2: know I was just thinking that, But we'll um, come
3: back to that Nick you didn't do Italian you did metal I work didn't, I, I didn't um,
2: yeah, <laughs> you I, know, I didn't do that either Ashray <laughs> first year <laughs> Cram
3: the second year but there's no star player in there yet he's getting a tune out of him. Frank De Boer the worst mm. manager the Premier League has ever seen <laughs> yes they're defensively ropey but he's getting a tune out of Holland Yes, we've qualified for the, 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 the knockout stage.
5: I'm not convinced though. One we, bit. The thing is though, if we do beat Germany, and it's a big if, but if we did beat Germany, that the road to the final is is unbelievably simple, which is exactly what happened last time. Bang. Which is what happened last time. And everyone is forgetting the fact that like Sweden are better than they were three years ago. And and literally that Isaac will have John Stone's on toast because he see. should have scored already. It's the hope
2: that, that kills us. Let's close our show with the very bizarre punishment meted out to Derby County today. And strangely, Wiccan Wanderers are also dragged into this because Derby, through um, not submitting accounts in the correct way, I think it's probably <laughs> the simplest way we can put it. Libel, um, libel, redacted, libel, redacted. Um, but they've been But they've been given a fine and they've been required to resubmit said accounts. Um, whilst um, a double um, fixture list has been published with Derby and or Wickham, who may or may not be relegated, depending on whether Derby can come up with some accounts that conform with EFL regulations. I think that's that the a, most diplomatic way I can put it. That is a fucking um, shambles. <laughs> it is a shambles, because, OK, I mean, Derby may or may not have committed some offence, but um, Wickham don't know whether they're playing <laughs> the championship. They don't know or, whether or they've league, got Nottingham Forest or Nottingham That's That's it, yeah. Um, which is a form of punishment on an innocent club because you've got to plan you've got to get your budget, you've got to plan your coach. Where's the coach going? Is it going to make Morecambe or is it gonna to go to Derby? Well, I don't know where their sold, first game is. Not being fair, we didn't like Fred, but they've sold Fred presumably under yeah. the
5: budget of on the, the League One on basis. Even, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so what, how how is that fair on Wickham? This should be this is why Derby should have been relegated last season. Totally, they've done this, they should have just been relegated. It's just ridiculous.
2: Mike, I mean, it's, that's that's got to be um, I don't know. It's almost cruel and unusual punishments, isn't it? Mm. You know, on
4: But well, I think it's it's based off the fact. I think if the football league wants to, then uh, you know, call for a points deduction. I think so. Mm. Yeah. You know, how? But the, the thing that fucks me off about these, it just takes months and months to sort these things out. And then by the time you know they actually get there, uh, you know, whether it be a fine or points deduction, it should have happened before. And I think that's the case with like Derby last season. That you know, that's when it should have happened and they should have just been relegated there and then. But, you know, they were cleared of obviously breaching financial fair play, but now they've been, you know, fiddling with their their accounts and some <laughs> things going on. So, I mean, you know, I mean, maybe you want to have a look again at the uh, breaching of financial fair play.
5: Am I the only person that thinks that maybe Millwall should invest in this guy Whoever does the Derby the account? Accountant. Mm, yeah. 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 The accountant seems to be their most valued player. They seem to <laughs> shit out their way Honestly. through all of this. I'll tell you
3: what, my, my biggest concern... For next season, is if we can get promoted again, I've got to make sure that my tweets say chair boys rather than autocorrecting to choir boys. And that's a very <laughs> unfortunate nickname they've got. There. Very unfortunate, you know. But yeah, I mean, I don't know if anyone wants to see... Do do you want to see them back in the championship?
2: The Wickham? Not particularly, but it seems unfair on them. I mean, this was was all put out at 11.30 last night. I mean, who does this? A a day day before
5: the fixtures. Not even like a day after the season. A day before the the
2: fixtures. amateur, amateur hour. I mean, I'd
3: say... I'd say, obviously, we're recording this on Thursday. You can get it on Hatch Up, but... Um, one of our our pals, Nick's a regular on his show twice a season when Millwall play Derby. Ed mm. Dawes from uh, mm. BBC Radio yeah, they, Derby yeah. is having like a call in tonight at six o'clock. That's gonna be a real fascinating listen because look, them guys at Radio Derby they know their shit, so mm. like they're they're very clued up with what's going on, and so. If you, if you want a bit more on it, get it on BBC Sounds. It's really, it's going to be a real good show. And it'll be quite listen, quite interesting to listen to like a Derby point of view and actually sort of like an insight as, as to what is going on. Because the question is now, how long is this going to last? Because there's going to be an appeal put on appeal, 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 appeal. Are we going to get to the eve of the season where we're sat there going, well, Derby may be at X, Y, Z tomorrow, or they or might, might be, be at Morecambe. <laughs>
5: exactly, they might be going to Morecambe instead. We, we haven't got a clue. Shouldn't they just have just, let's be honest, you know, remember back when Luton got put into administration, they lost 30 points, you know, and it basically relegates you straight away. At this point, there's no real, and it's not fair because... The fixture on the last day of last season, teams could have gone for different results, needing different points, needing thing, And this is why it should be done. It's not fair on those clubs either. Like, it, it's just ridiculous. I mean, that last game against, what was it, Sheffield Wednesday, and it was live on Sky, and I watched that rather than watching Millwall because, I mean, we were 5 0 down by the time and the second half kicked off or something.
2: But that <laughs> oh, wasn't yeah, great.
5: that wasn't good. Yeah, it wasn't good. I'd forgotten
2: yeah, that. I'd have raised
5: that. <laughs> the yeah, it's all right. Well, I mean, it's, are we, I, I was hearing a thing on the Guardian football football podcast about recency bias that, that all our decisions are made by what's happened recently <laughs> I just fu- isn't bias. that isn't that form isn't that what football's form. based I'm on I'm going to remember all that recency one. Bi- bias you know um and recently Millwall have conceded quite a lot of goals <laughs> that seemingly is the thing Re-
2: recent recency bias at Millwall gentlemen I think we've reached the end of our list of um of items Mike thank you for taking time joining us today I really appreciate it mate
4: Thank you very much, Nick. Yeah, my pleasure.
2: And Aaron, same as. Thank you. Good to see you again, mate.
3: Yeah, thank you. Uh, just a, a, a special guys. Husky Chocolate have got a lot of outdated stock coming to the, the end of the day at the end of the month, so it's really cheap. Go on the website; it's like six pound a case. Just, just a heads up. But it all expires like next week, so you got to uh, drink
2: it fast. You, drink it. you know, very, off very, all, no,
5: very, very nice.
3: Off of
2: all that stuff, listeners, so don't be very, drinking it.
5: Very nice if you put it over ice and putting a couple of measures of brandy and make yourself a La Bumba, ladies and gentlemen.
2: Good to see you, Harry. <laughs> Enjoy your working day, mate. Yes, and I'm
5: about to go and go and make um, these dirty diesels that Sadiq Khan doesn't like. <laughs> Which everyone, every one time I do up a bowl, I, I feel very like a catharticism as if to go, fuck you. It's, it's very much like that.
2: Thank you for listening, dear listeners. We'll be back probably pre-season, I guess, when hopefully there's a little bit of news and a a plethora of top, top names signing for Millwall. Until then, from all the chaps today, Dirty Millwall and bye for now.
5: Thank you for listening to Ask Millwall. If you enjoyed the show, please head over to Apple Podcasts and leave
0: us a cheeky little view. Dirty Millwall, till next time.
4: Who do you want to watch?